Cahan is supported in part by Hilltop Broadband. Hilltop Broadband for residential and business wireless internet service. Servicing Salida and Poncha Springs in Chaffee County, as well as areas in Fremont County, Custer County, and more. To experience the Hilltop difference and request new customer information, email info at hilltop-broadband.com or call toll-free 877-783-2889. Cahan is supported in part by Little Red Hen Bakery, located at 302 G Street in downtown Salida. Little Red Hen specializes in hometown fresh-baked bread, bagels, and treats, all made with organic and local ingredients. A full menu, including the wood-fired oven schedule and daily specials, can be found on their Facebook page at Little Red Hen Salida. Cahen and Little Red Hen, just two hometown chickens working to keep Salida, Salida. Well, welcome, friends, to another little stay with us here in the K-H-E-N caboose. Your best found at 106.9 on your FM dial or on the podcast, the K-H-E-N podcast, or on iTunes. We have one, one person who tells me she hikes with her dog and puts this show on iTunes. Okay. And the, the, so the, the dog likes the show. So the dog must like railroads because it's a show about railroads. And that's why we're here in the caboose on a chilly morning, putting a, putting a little coal in the old coal stove back here in the caboose. Uh, and even though we don't like to burn coal and are hoping to get away from burning coal, this is still a, it's a 19th century caboose. So that's what keeps us warm back here. Uh, other than that, we don't use it. Other than that, what we want to use is hydrogen. Hydrogen is the is I think the the fuel of the future, but uh, we could let's not get into that right now. Our guest today is there. She is her full name is actually Jessica Dresch. Did you know that we just call her Jessie all this time? But it's really Jessica. She's a um, producer, um, entrepreneur. She's uh, has a well. She'll tell you all about herself. But what we want to do is chat with her back in the old caboose about railroads in general, how they might fit into the life of a of a younger person. She's a younger person, or and or a recent trip that she took. She just took a very fun trip, and she took that trip with hold on to your hat, our engineer Rick White. Yeah, they were they both took that trip together. So welcome to Rick. Yeah, thank you, Forrest. I don't know if that uh, comes across as a train whistle, but that's supposed to be a train whistle. And uh, yeah, welcome to all your listeners and welcome to Jesse. Very nice to have you here today. And I just want to reach out to our listeners and tell anyone that has that may have a railroad story you would like to tell. We're very interested in hearing it. And you can send a request for this at info at khen.org. And it will get into the right hands and we'll get back with you. We'd love to hear your story. Thank you, Forrest. All right. Well, 
So, Jesse, tell us a little about uh, yourself and how you got into the whole world of media. So, my name is Jesse Dresch, and my Zoom name is saying Jessica. But um, yeah, I was Cahen's AmeriCorps VISTA volunteer for about a year. And that just ended this past October, a month ago. So I am back in New Jersey, but yeah, I was a Vista at Cahen. So I did some, I did a music show. I did a local news podcast. I hung out with Forrest and Rick a lot. And I'm glad to be on the caboose. It's looking really nice, Forrest. <laughs> I'm glad the old caboose looks nice. We swept it out a little bit here. And uh, <laughs> as I say, we got the cold stove going there to, to warm us up. And uh, back in my days of actually on in cabooses, we would also cook in the caboose. We'd put a big pot of stew in in, a, in an old uh, number 10 can, uh, the big, big can on top of the on top of the stove there and cook it as we went along and put the beer cans on each each side and kind of part of the fun. So now, so now, Jesse, now, by the way, what? tell me a little about your recent trip, by the way. Now, that was in uh, Canyon City. And what struck you about that train? So that was my first time So going on the Royal Gorge train in Canyon City. That was my first time on like an, I don't know. That was my first time on a train that wasn't just like the New Jersey Amtrak, which is very um, boring. And it really just brings you from, it just brings you to New York City whenever I was going. That was my main route was just going to the city. So it was so cool. It was huge. It's bright orange. It is, it's a, it's like an amusement ride. I mean, cause no one rides that train to get anywhere, right? It just goes, goes a little bit down the tracks and comes back. Yeah. It, it's a very nice uh, local feature listeners. Uh, if you get to central Colorado and you like trains, check out the Royal Gorge train in Canyon City. And the Royal Gorge itself is quite a, a ge- geologic feature, geographic, geologic feature. Geological, I think we say. Geological think, feature. Yeah. And uh, Forrest has taken it, and I'm glad to have taken it. And Jesse was a good guest. And um didn't get us kicked off or anything. I got us into a nicer <laughs> section of the train. <laughs> yeah, and it was nice. And, you know, I will say that there's different levels of entry and they have a very nice dining car on that tablecloth service top end. But it's cool. We were the section we were in the windows uh, bend toward the ceiling so you can kind of you just have a better view you can really see everything around you it's not like looking out of a little rectangular slot and it's just so cool you're passing you're going through a gorge so on the right side of us was just a rocky wall and it, it looked like you could like if you could put your hand out the window you could definitely touch it and then the other side it was just like this yeah it's this like chasm and there's a river running through it and um yeah it was so pretty and the yeah. weather was awesome a very nice train, very nice service, and it runs a couple days or a couple times a day every day of the year. It's so it's not a seasonal um, 
uh, feature here in our area. And it's and they have a Christmas ride too. Yeah. And it's about an hour from Salida. So it's, it's easy for us to get to. And I'm very uh, happy to have that. And I think I'll take guests there in the, uh, in the future um, that might want to go through that Royal Gorge. And the, just, I won't go on too long, but the Royal Gorge is this deep chasm along the Arkansas River. And there's a bridge that they built, a suspension bridge that's something like 1,300 feet above the train, above the water. Yeah. And, and it's way up there, I thought. Canyon, canyon walls are 1,000 feet above you. Yeah. So if you, if you looked out those curving windows, she was talking, or went out into the open air cars, why, where you really could look up, thousand feet. That's that's up there. They call it the Grand Canyon of Colorado. So I've heard. I've never been to the Grand Canyon, but I'm glad <laughs> I went there. <laughs> well, put it on your Western list. Uh, you've been introduced to the West, and there's a lot to see out here. Also, when we were on the train, I was kind of, I, I don't know if I was surprised, but it was a little funny. They really talk up like the people that work on the train. They give you a little bit of a history tidbit as you're riding through it. And they really talk up the prisons in Canyon City, almost like it's its own tourist attraction. Just how many prisons there are in Canyon City. I think there's 13 or 16 just in that it's county alone. More than any place else in the U.S. In the, in the country, yeah. So, she, I mean, she was, like, telling these stories of prisoners, like, building, you know, from, like, the 19th century, like, building the railroads and trying to run away, but they get, then getting, like, picked up in the river. Like, it was, it was like, its own uh, attraction was just talking about the prisons. Very nice train. It was long. Um, the equipment, very modern. Uh, refurbished older cars is what I understand, but in very nice condition. Um, one of the things that I really liked on the uh, ride was the open air cars. There's a number of open air cars where, and there they have a person who will really tell you a, more about what you're going through. It seemed like there was a little bit more information. It seemed to be a popular feature of the trip. What was the president that was on that photograph he was passing around? Which one was it? Do you remember? Uh, did, was it Theodore Roosevelt? I think okay. so. The, yes. There's I a, think it was. an iconic. Yeah. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt, he's on the Hanging Bridge. And, of course, the Hanging Bridge, when it was put in, was a miracle because there wasn't enough room between the uh, between the river and the wall of the Royal Gorge, so they had to hang the hang the bridge with great big girders, <laughs> and uh, uh, those were the days. And uh, yeah, there's a picture of of Teddy Roosevelt sitting out, standing out there, and waving to everybody with the water rushing under his left foot, <laughs> so to speak. Kind of fun. It doesn't quite do that today, but. It's almost the same. It was cool. No, it was definitely a little history lesson. And also what I noticed that people were dressed up. So it was very much like an outing, like an occasion outing. So yeah. uh, it's a good date idea if you're, if you're, you know, I think it attracts like everyone that's just interested in going on that ride, but it's fun to get a little dressed up and 
go people on a nice do, train ride. People do dress up. And sometimes they dress in, um, oh, a 19th century suit and tie kind of thing. Just to that would be cool. Add, add, add to that. Yeah, which I think is also part part of the part of the fun. You know, it's like, well, we're going to be sitting in the dining car and or we're going to be up above in the little dome car. And, uh, you know, so let's let's get into this thing. Let's let's have an outing. My my understanding is that the bar was it was very nice. I don't know if you guys got into that at all, but I I don't remember the bar. We did have a drink while we were on there, but um, did you did you see a bar, Jesse? I didn't see a bar. It seemed like there was always servers bringing you the uh-huh. drinks, but anyway, but fun, but fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Jesse, people in your age group, younger younger people, I think some have are getting back into training, as we say. Um, but uh, Amtrak management has been very uh, resistant to, to that. They they don't think young people will take really long distance trains. What what's your sense just amongst your friends on that? I think. Including myself, um, and I think my friends would probably feel the same, I feel very disconnected from the train scene in this country. Like, I think a lot of people my age don't really know that you can ride a train from one part of the country to the next part of the country. I don't know if you can. Can you ride a train from the East Coast to the West Coast? Oh, sure. Okay. So I didn't know that, and I'm sure my friends also don't know that. I mean, we just... I feel like, yeah, I mean, we just grew up like, you know, driving our parents' cars and then that was kind of it. Um, but I would love to, I would love to explore the country on a train, but I feel like there's a huge gap in information of young people even knowing that that's a possibility. I would recommend that they like, um, the head of transportation, I think it's Pete uh, Buttigieg, like there needs to be like a huge marketing campaign for riding the train in the u.s like i think people would be interested oh, but they I'm don't know about it i i think there's a lot of room for growth um and uh forrest could probably explain a little bit better if, if where would we get on on the east coast like in uh, new york city or you want to start out someplace else or doesn't it doesn't matter whichever way you want to go I would, if, if I were doing an existing Amtrak service, and let's let's put in our plug for the National Association of Railroad Passengers, which is really trying to wake up Amtrak management to the fact that, they, that long distance trains could really be nicer and have more people. That's one of our missions. We Railroad Passengers Association members, and, uh, but uh, just trying to wake up to the fact that say you get on in New York City well head right over to uh, the water level route go up through uh, Utica go up through um, oh I don't know northern northern New York State uh, run out across Ohio uh, then when you get to Chicago uh, change over change to the to the Zephyr the these used to be great trains, the, the Zephyr trains, and uh, run out to Salt Lake City and uh, maybe stop in 
I don't know, a couple of places along the way. Check out some of these cities along the way before you get to um, San Francisco. Uh, that'd be good. Or take uh, Rick. Of course, he's a favorite. He His favorite run back, back in the day was always the good old Santa Fe Railroad, uh, which is his heritage. Yeah, he loves the Santa Fe. <laughs> Forrest, can I just ask a question? How I think also another big thing of why people don't know about this is cost. Like, how much do you think it would be to ride a train from New York City to, I don't know, Ohio or beyond? Like, how much? Like, does it level? Are there different levels? Oh, it'd be, it'd be about the, yeah, it'd be they. I mean, they all look at each other. It'd be about the same as the standard airfare. Okay. Yeah, so you're not really saving. Uh, you're not really saving a no. lot of money. Okay. No, you wouldn't save any money. It'd be this. It'd be the same. And um, and in fact, the airlines all kind of look at each other. And then sometimes the airlines will have a uh, a special that would probably would probably beat the train on that day. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, no, it, it's it's going to be about the same. Now, um, it's going to be more. If you decide uh, that you want a bedroom or some special accommodations or a party room, say you're you've got a four or five of you, six of you, you want to get one of those party rooms on the lower level. Well, that's going to cost you more. It but can add can, up quick. Well, but you can party all the way from New York City to party. Yeah, I'll meet you in New York City, Jesse. Forrest, <laughs> yeah. Forrest, do you have um like a dream train ride that you've never been on yet, but you've always dreamt of going on? Oh, sure. The Great Circle Tour is I've always dreamt on, and it might still happen. So I don't know. Sure. What I is it? Say it again. The Great Circle. You get on in Denver. You go to San Francisco. From San Francisco, you go up to someplace in. British Columbia, all along the hmm. coast up there. Then you head west, go to Toronto. From Toronto, you go out to the maritime provinces to eat lobster out there, I don't know, somewhere in the maritimes. Then you come to you drop back down to Boston. In Boston, you you catch either the either the train southbound to, to get to get on the um, to get on the uh, Zephyr. Or even a little more further to get on Rick's favorite ride, as we always say, the Chief. And you get on the Chief, and you head west, and then you come home again. It's it's wow, take that, many days. Yeah, yeah. it take many days, and you'd want to stop at some sites along and the way. And is that always running? Like, is that a really popular ride? It's not a popular ride, but it runs every day. Wow. And, yeah, that sounds like a long train ride. You're going to have to block out some time. I'm sure it would be beautiful. Uh, speaking of the Santa Fe Chief line, uh, from Denver to San Francisco, do I have that right, or does it go to Los Angeles? Denver to Los. The Chief goes to L.A. Goes to L.A. Beautiful, that beautiful, that beautiful station in L.A. I see. Downtown. Oh yeah, with all the fountains and uh, very nice. Yeah, but the the part of the West that you get to see is great. You know, you're sitting, you're looking out big windows. Um, 
you read and it's just a really nice uh, landscape picture of the West, much better than going across you like going to Chicago where you're just across the plains. Um, very scenic. Um, we should do that again for us or do it. One of these. Let's do it. Or let's, let's get a group together. And um, I want to come for us. We never did a train ride. <laughs> we together. never did ever, well, We never did an overnight. Did we? Yeah. And see, that's again, that's what we've all <laughs> been trying to tell. We've been telling Amtrak right along that there's a big market here for long distance trains, but they like to do what, what Jess was talking about. They, they like to do what, well, Jesse was describing the kind of thing they really go for, which is commuter trains. Yeah. They think commuter trains is the future of Amtrak. They think that's where they're going to quote, make their money. And um, they're not, it's not, yes, it will be fine for what it is, but it's not their mission. Their mission is to, develop a nationwide convenient medium priced passenger network now i'll stop i'll stop pounding on the desk here <laughs> i agree though i mean i want to be able to i want that to be a regular thing if i want to go somewhere just be like oh maybe i should take the train but that thought yes. would never come across my mind it's either driving or flying right yeah and it's much safer than either of those two modes I mean, definitely has to be safer than driving. I don't know. About well, that, statistically, so. it's considerably safer than driving. Yeah. It, driving is um, it's uh, it has its kind of tense moments, let's say. Hey, Forrest, uh, Jesse, you know, you have gotten to take the Royal Gorge train. You've ridden the thing uh, or the commuter trains in the East Coast. And, uh, and now you're riding in the caboose with Forrest Whitman. I was wondering if I might be able to bring this uh, train to a stop and maybe you want to ride in the engine with the, uh, with the engineer. Oh, no, I'm good. The caboose is where it's at. Uh, uh, ah, okay. Well spoken. Well <laughs> spoken, Jesse. <laughs> well, don't well, say you weren't invited. That's mm -mm. it. That's it. No, it's nice. Well, Forest has some hors d'oeuvres. There's a, a fondue fountain. The uh, curtains are all really nice. Uh, uh, Oh, yeah. I'm not leaving this caboose. Uh, well, um, we've got a guest coming on this show next week who just uh, did a lot of that route. As a matter of fact, he just he just did a lot of uh, Denver to the West Coast and up and down the West Coast. That gives him some things to talk about. Memories, really, to talk about people he met. And you do. It's, it's just the case that uh, now Amtrak these days uh, includes your food if you are... Um, you know, buying a, a little one of those one of those micro room closets. No, that's not what they're called. But they're very small. There's, they've got a little bunk in there. And but if you buy that, then then all your food is free. Yeah, so I don't think that, that's good advertising if they call it a micro broom closet. Yeah, <laughs> you're pretty tight, um, but it does give you a place to sleep. The, the views are good out the windows. Now, when you get into that level of Pullman service, I think they call it, it the price does go up. It's quite a bit more than flying. Yeah. And, um, but it'd be, be more like flying. It would price wise would be like flying business class. Yeah. They say, and, I don't know that I've ever flown business class. 
When I lived in Salida before, I took the train quite a bit to the West Coast and to Chicago. And the thing that I really liked about it was that you're on long enough that you will find someone to strike up a conversation with, to socialize with a little bit. And I would say almost every time you would come off of that train meeting someone that was a very interesting person to talk to. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's got to be more social than yeah. a plane ride because a plane ride is like A to B. This is like a fast way to get where I'm going. But a train ride, it's like exploring. So I can see that. Thank you very much, Jesse, for joining Thank us. Thank you very this. much. Of course. I and, am honored. And well, you're in a way speaking for your generation. Uh, you know, in two words, how can we get your generation to put those desires out there, I mean, I, very few are, in fact, really going to join the Rail, Rail Passengers Association, even yeah. though it is only, I think, $14 a year. But but probably not many will do that. Will they be in touch with their congresspeople, their senators and their reps, do you think? I think there needs to be like a, a marketing campaign to explain what our American train system is. The different options because people my age just know it as a commuting option um, i really don't think many people know anything about traveling for fun on a train in the u.s certainly like not going from the east coast to the west coast i didn't even think that was a thing so i would say there needs to be a heavy marketing campaign and an informational campaign on you know this is this is how to get around on a train this is how much it would cost and and yeah, just let people know about it, like an informational campaign on behalf of all the trains. Oh, like maybe a railroad show where you talk about this? Yeah, we got to bring on the rails, show. like we got to bring on the rails around the country. Yeah, there you go. Well, and I will uh, welcome and say to the listeners that we do uh, invite you to send us a story at info at org, or send us your interest and we'll get back with you. We would love to have you on this show. Thank you very much, Jesse. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Forrest. Thank you, Thank you Jesse. It's been lovely having you back here in the old caboose. You've, you've, you've brightened things up back here for with your big smile. <laughs> you're brightening have, you're brightening my side to of take, Well, I'm going to take the train to uh, maybe St. Louis because that's a part of the country that I know Rick goes to yeah. from, from time to time. Or uh, maybe Kansas City. Yeah, good train to Kansas City. And that's when you're in. That's, a, that's the chief again. That's your favorite railroad, Rick. Forrest, oh, um, I'm really interested in taking that circle train. I'm going to look okay. into that. That's going to be like a bucket list thing. Yeah. It's on my bucket list. It is. Or at the very least to do the lower half of that. Okay. The engineer is giving us the signal. And the signal is that very soon we're going to yell highball. All, all railroaders know that when somebody yells highball, it means you've got your train all made up. The air check has come out. You've got 21 pounds of air going all through the brake system. In case you need to stop, just let that air out. And those brakes, those Westinghouse air brakes will stop your train. So you know you're all ready. So that when you yell highball, you're ready to go. So we're going to ask you guys to join it at the top. Well, how about at three? Three at three. Three, two, 
one. Highball! 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 Cahen is sponsored in part by Soulcraft Brewing, Salida's hometown brewery, offering a large selection of traditional and seasonal craft beers. Their spacious patio features cozy fire pit tables for outdoor warmth on chilly days. Fresh food is served daily at the Soul Shack food truck, featuring snacks like wings and pretzels, and full meals like sandwiches, burgers, and a delicious brunch on Sunday. Soulcraft is open daily for happy hour, lunch, and dinner.